This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. This episode is sponsored by Helen Brooks, the Tummy Whisperer. Helen provides gut-directed hypnotherapy, a different approach to IBS. I guess you've seen your doctor a hundred times, cut out dairy, gluten, spices and the rest. You've added prebiotics, probiotics, taken supplements and medications. You've read every book on gut health. You've tried it all and nothing has worked. Life is still ruled by your tummy. You're fed up with IBS flare-ups and putting life on hold. Helen gets it. She understands the struggle, the anxiety, the limited support you have and just how hard it is to cope each day. Each day starts with countless trips to the bathroom, maybe you avoid public transport or long car journeys because you're worried about the what-ifs, you dread meetings at work, find the seat at the end of the row or nearest the door and skip meals just in case. Helen wants you to know it doesn't have to be this way. Through her virtual clinic and online program, the Tummy Whisperer team offer a high level of specialised support to clients all around the world. With the right knowledge and support, you really can transform your IBS symptoms and take life off hold. For more information, visit thetummywhisperer.co.uk or find all of Helen's links in the show notes for this episode. Hello and welcome to this episode where we are talking about healing ourselves because we are all exhausted by our past experiences. I have been discussing this with so many clients recently. It's, it's always um, a topic that's high on the agenda because of course what's happened to us in the past is you know everything that's happening to us now. It's always very um, relevant to any coaching discussions. But recently it has been almost the same discussion with a number of different clients about how our past experiences and difficulties are really impacting on our present day in terms of our reactions to things, in terms of our ability to handle certain things, in terms of what creates real discomfort for us and just realising what we really need to work on if we're going to make progress. Because our current challenges, it's great to work on those, but if we can work on the real, you know, like deep-rooted, crappy stuff that we need to heal, then we can make incredible progress. So what I wanted to talk about today was one particular approach, I guess, or something to think about I was going to say if you have challenging past experiences, but don't we all? <laughs> I don't think we'll ever meet anyone who doesn't have challenging past experiences, my goodness. And those experiences from our past, the things that have shaped us into who we are, are almost always to do with other people. So we're talking here about um, difficulties upsetting experiences, the the fundamental formational experiences that we still remember now, but they might not be big standout things. 
for me, there's a couple of things that really do stand out in, in my past. But for you, it could just be the everyday experiences, just what it was like growing up around um, your parents, your caregivers, your teachers, your siblings, whoever it was that had an impact. It could have just been more of a drip, 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 everyday kind of experience. But we know, don't we, what it is that's made us who we are. And one particular way of approaching that is to think about, I love this phrase, the the weight of things unsaid. Because we know that it's always going to be incredibly difficult to address these things with the people concerned. They might not be um, in our lives anymore. They might not be alive anymore. Even if we did want to address things with them, it's going to be difficult. But we, you know, half the time we really don't want to. So we end up imagining that therefore we can't have these conversations and we can't express our feelings. But actually we can. So this particular approach Um, I want to talk about is expressing yourself to that person or those people without them being involved. (laughs) So what, what do I mean by that? So we can talk to others. We can say to our friend, oh, my mum did this or my dad did that. Or I remember this time when this teacher did X, Y, Z and it was really impactful. It was really hurtful or I found it difficult. And it's, of course, it's really important to talk these things through. Like, there's no doubt it's important to talk these things through. But I think what can have an even greater impact is if we can actually express what our younger selves want to say, what they want to have heard, what they want to put out into the world. So what I mean is, you're driving alone in your car, you're going for a long walk with the dog, you are sat down with your journal and you start having that conversation. So let's say it's with dad. You're alone in the car and out loud you start to talk to dad. Do you know what dad? You really fucked me over when you did that. Really friggin' hurt. And I've been angry about it my whole life and I don't understand and all the things I've learned about how people work there's still a part of me that is just a little child who is just so hurt by your actions and I need to tell you this okay you get the get the idea so you're out walking the dog and you're talking out loud to you know your mum your grandma whoever it was or you're journaling and you're writing it down. Um, You know, dear teacher from the third year, when you did this thing, (laughs) you completely messed up my self-esteem, etc, etc. So what's the importance of this? Because we're not actually going to send a letter to these people or say these things out loud. The importance is that there is a, there is a version of you, there is a young version of you inside you who has never been able to say these things, who didn't have the words when they were young and has never been able to say these things and has never heard these things said. And the weight of carrying those things around and not saying them is just, oh, it's exhausting us. It's just dragging us down. And things that happen now, 
little things, big things, it triggers that again and again and all this stuff bubbles to the surface and we want to say to the person in the shop who's annoyed us, who really isn't particularly relevant to this story, we want to suddenly let it all out to them. Oh my goodness, and you know, you have this overreaction because you haven't said the things that are just desperate to be said. So can you use kindness and self-love towards yourself as a way to heal and allow yourself that time and space to say what needs to be said. Now, it could be that that in itself is is a really impactful experience, but you can go further with it. And then, of course, you can start talking to that younger version of you. They need to be heard first. (laughs) You need to just let them say it but then you can have a conversation with that younger version of you. I hear you, it wasn't good enough. It was appalling how you were treated and it doesn't matter what you know now about the struggles that other people in your family went through, it wasn't good enough. And I see you and I love you and I'm proud of you. Can you have those conversations with yourself? Now, of course, it's incredibly difficult to do this alone. It can work so, so well, but it's really difficult to do this alone. So this, again, is where coaches, therapists, counsellors, this is where these professionals really come into their own because they can help you and walk you through some of these, you know, some of these processes. But can you recognise the stories that you were given about yourself that these really impactful events left you with? Were you left with a sense that you're not very clever? You're not really good enough. You'll never quite measure up. You're not really the kind of person who's successful. All those awful stories that we carry around that we we start, you know, we believe a fact because they've been with us for so long, but they're actually total bullshit. Can you recognise some of those things? And again, in include that in these conversations that you want to have these ways of expressing yourself you know you left me with this feeling that and actually I reject that now because it's not true it's just a story why do I say to do all this you know we get it into our heads don't we that oh that's the past the past I don't want to dredge it up you know it's not going to do me any good well I mean (laughs) (laughs) doing you any good yes doing what I suggested is going to leave you probably in tears it's going to leave you potentially angry it's going to leave you with big feelings now I see that as a good thing because it's time we let this stuff out it is killing us but if you still feel that having big emotional experiences is a bad thing I would go back a few episodes Um, I have done episodes about feeling our feelings allowing ourselves to feel how we feel hearing ourselves all that good stuff but why do we want to as as people might say dredge it up well we're not dredging it up because we're carrying it around every day it's impacting our every single day so it isn't really locked away anywhere it's with us all the time, even if we think we've put it away somewhere. But you'll hear people say, oh, we need to move on, let things go, you know, don't dwell, and all these horrific phrases that I just, drive me crazy. So let me tell you about letting things go. 
Because, yeah, we don't want to get stuck in our emotional experience. Of course we don't. So my biggest experience of letting something go was when I had my heart broken in 2018. And anyone who has been through, you know, serious heartbreak will know the grief that that brings up. And quite often it also brings up all the other stuff. So you're going through this grief, but also it's bringing up all kinds of other fears and crap. And, you know, it's it's a whole experience, isn't it? Now, people will tell you in their, in their infinite wisdom that you've got to get over it. You've got to get over him. Move on. Stop thinking about him. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. <laughs> because if I had done that, if I'd, you know, had a good cry and had a good wallow and then been like, you know, maybe three months later, okay, okay, enough, enough, enough. Then if I started talking to you now about that person, I would tear up. I'd get a lump in my throat. I'd feel sick because I wouldn't have processed it and I wouldn't have let it go. I'd have just squashed it down into the vault with everything else festering away inside my body. So what I did was I felt it. And my God, it was hard. I cried every time I needed to cry. I felt it. (laughs) And it lessened and it eased. And, you know, I cried less. And the big emotional outbursts became less frequent. But honestly, I can tell you because I I remember the moment it left me. It took me three years to finally be able to say, it has gone. But now, guess what? It has gone. I am not holding that experience anywhere in my body or mind. I'm left with happy memories. I'm left with wisdom. I'm not left with any more emotional traces. And I tell you, that is what I want for all of you. And I'm not suggesting that a childhood of difficulties can be you know, processed out in the same way. But we can turn back and wade through that stuff to get to the other side. Because otherwise we're just stuck in it. There's no such thing as moving on and letting go and getting over it unless we wade through it. If you know the childhood book, I'm going on a bear hunt or we're going on a bear hunt, that is not a children's book. (laughs) It talks about all the obstacles the children come across as they're trying to get to this bear and they always say we can't go over it we can't go under it we have to go through it that is not a children's book that is a book about life people we have to go through it so all this toxic positivity about look on the bright side and be grateful and be happy and at least it's all better now, at least. It's not helpful. It's not healing. And it's not, you know, it's not moving us forward. So number one, really, really important to actually think about how we can heal and to reach out for support with that. And number two, have a think about whether what I've suggested resonates. It won't resonate with everyone. It won't work for everyone. But if you can feel those things under the surface that desperately need to be said, try saying them more than once out loud. Get them out of your body 
it doesn't, you know, it's not about saying them to the people. That's a whole other type of processing. It's just about getting them out into the world so that they're not festering inside you anymore. And as ever, I am here to walk alongside you with these experiences and if you would like to work with me one-to-one you can find details of how in the show notes but let's just try to be excessively kind to ourselves and if we can work on healing ourselves we can thrive and squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life speak to you next time thank you so much for listening Did you know that my first book is now available to purchase online? Check out the show notes for details of how to get your hands on a copy. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review and don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you would like to work with me one-to-one or follow more of my content, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.